May 13th, 1940. With his country at war, in his capital under threat, Winston Churchill tells Britons, quote, I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears, and sweat. On December 7th, 1941, his country attacked. Franklin Delaware Roosevelt spoke to the nation, calling it a day of infamy. On October 13th of 1970, with Canada in the grips of the FLQ crisis, a provincial minister kidnapped and killed, Pierre Trudeau invokes the War Measures Act. The military will be brought in to restore order. He says, quote, well, there's a lot of bleeding hearts around who just don't like to see people with helmets and guns. All I can say is, go on and bleed. And then he says, just watch me. Move forward to February 7th, 2022, with a foreign-funded occupation of the nation's capital in its second week, intent on the overthrowing of a legitimately elected government. An emergency debate was held in the Canadian Parliament. And Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said, This pandemic has sucked for all Canadians. Hmm. Which of those is not like the others? Where is the national leadership, the stirring words, the, the words that will bring us together and show us a way out of this? The occupation of the national capital represents the greatest challenge to the legitimacy of the federal government in a generation, writes my next guest, Andrew Cohen. is a journalist and professor at Carleton University and the author of Two Days in June, John F. Kennedy, and the 48 Hours That Made History, that uh, piece that I quoted there in the Globe and Mail today. Welcome to the program, Andrew. Thanks for having me. All right, why do you say that this is the worst crisis we've had since the October crisis, or in fact, that this is the October crisis revisited? Well, I say it's revisited, Alan, because you have um, a group of insurrectionists. It does not mean among them there aren't some uh, people who are hangers-on and who are observers and who are innocuous, but you have a well-organized, well-funded, we know where the money is coming from, we've seen it, um, uh, uh, insurrectionists who have uh, brought weapons, which are their heavy trucks. Some of them, Alan, are immobile. They, they, the wheels have been taken off and they put up on blocks, uh, supplied uh, with, uh, with fuel and, and food um, across from Parliament and have essentially, essentially are holding the capital to ransom. And uh, their demand is uh, you resign, the, the duly elected government of Canada resign, or you listen to us and uh, repeal vaccine mandates and vaccination mandates. Um, so in a sense, this is not that much different, although it is not yet violent, from what the uh, kidnappers of the FLQ did in 1970 when they kidnapped first James Cross, the British Trade Commissioner, and then kidnapped Pierre Laporte, a provincial cabinet minister, and murdered him. Um, and Pierre Trudeau, seeing that uh, or worried that the provincial government in Quebec, then run by Robert Barassa, was trembling, uh, invoked the War Measures Act of 1917, which is no longer in the books, and sent the troops into Montreal. And as a Montreal or an, an embattled Montreal, we cheered the troops. If that was, uh, they were our guardians. This was the assertion of the state against uh, an insurrectionist um, uh, a challenge. 
Well, it's not that much. I mean, we don't have violence yet. Um, and Justin Trudeau is not Pierre Trudeau. But, uh, Alan, I'm, I'm, you're talking to me from uh, um, Ottawa, where for 11 days we've been serenaded with sirens and, 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 and horns and fireworks at night. Um, again, no one yet has been killed, uh, but this group is not going anywhere. And so this is less a challenge to Ottawa than it is to the duly elected representatives of the people of Canada. And you just quoted uh, a poll. I hadn't seen it, Alan, but I'm not surprised that two-thirds of Canadians uh, are appalled by this. Canadians like order. And, and, they have a, and, and a poll like that means it cuts across party lines. So um, I'm I'm not surprised. Andrew, do you see this as uh, you know the, perhaps the most Canadian of coup d'etats there is? You know, just a slow moving, like slower than you know, slower than maple taffy on snow. Slow, um, amorphous. You're not sure what it is. Um, uh, a little bit of uh, of comic opera, but you know, Alan, the line from comic opera, Nancy Germany, 1933, to coup d'etat is not far. You know, Hitler, and I, I'm not making the direct comparison, I'm just saying authoritarian regimes often come from nowhere. They, they come from uh, figures like Adolf Hitler, who originally, you know, was a Charlie Chaplin-esque figure whom everybody thought they could control. I'm not making the direct comparison here. I'm simply saying that uh, this is a slow-moving coup. It will not succeed. Of course it will not succeed. But we need, as you've just said, a much stronger, clearer, more principled uh, response than we have had yet from the government of Canada. I, there's a lot of ways to look at what's happening in Ottawa. I mean, there's, you know, the, it, it seems just absolutely plain that the Ottawa police are not listening to the police chief. Um, we, we have, you know, we, we have tow truck drivers in Ottawa saying, well, we're not, forget about it. It doesn't, ma- doesn't matter if you ask us to come in and move those rigs, we're not going to do it. Do we need, and, and it, maybe it's not troops, but do we need a more vigorous federal response? Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. For years, I've been saying Ottawa uh, is um, a mismanaged city, and there are lots of reasons to have that discussion. But this is really the epitome of it. Um, they saw it coming. They seemed to believe the leadership. They were unprepared. Instead of blockading, this is the Ottawa police, instead of blockading the streets coming downtown, which would have prevented those trucks from coming down the way Toronto did uh, and Quebec City did, um, they let them come in. Um, so uh, now they, they, after a week of congratulating themselves, and the chief, uh, who is well-meaning, congrats, said, you know, we, there, there's, this is all about de-escalation and, and there's been no violence. One day after another, patting himself on the back and, that, and, and, and his colleagues in the police force. Well, then, suddenly, his mood changed by Friday. He hired Navigator, the public relations firm in Toronto, and his tone got much tougher, and the mayor on Sunday calls for a state of emergency. The police are overwhelmed, but even if they're not overwhelmed, they don't know how to handle this. So they now say they have 1,500 police. It doesn't seem to be enough. They may have infiltrated uh, this crowd, and maybe this crowd, they know something we don't. Maybe there are caches of arms. Maybe there are explosives in those trucks. We don't know that. But they say they don't have enough people. Uh, only now, only now, Alan, are they making the most modest of measures, preventing fuel from coming in, um, uh, saying the, uh, the city is saying, well, we'll sue them. Um, all this 12 days later? So you have to wonder, nobody wants the military in our streets. But as someone who watched it happen in, in October of, uh, as, a, as, a, as a child, 
as a teenager in, in 1970. Um, the truth of that was at the end, whatever that challenge was to the government of Canada through the FLQ, which was, by the way, the kidnapping was a culmination of seven years of bombings and bank robberies and deaths, Trudeau, in what he did, crushed the FLQ. And while the Beiner Meinhof gang in Germany and the Red Brigades, Red Brigades ran amok in, in Germany and Italy in the 1970s, we were spared that. So this needs, I'm not comparing it directly, but it, it has echoes of the October crisis in its challenge of legitimacy to the government of Canada. These folks think they can go to the governor general and say, dissolve parliament. Well, no, it doesn't quite work that way. We had something called an election last October when Canadians spoke and they elected the government that is in power now, and they ought to act. I, I'm not so sure how, but they've got to do, as you just said, it's becoming a mockery to get up, wring their hands, and say, please leave. Well, at a certain point, you have to have a plan. And if it isn't the civil authorities, the civic authorities, municipal authorities, let it be the province or the federal government. But somebody needs to respond to what is, as Mark Carney said, sedition and an insurrection. Andrew, great speaking with you. Thank you so much for your time today. Pleasure, pleasure, Alan. Thank you. Andrew Cohen is a journalist and a professor at Carleton, the author of Two Days in June, John F. Kennedy and the 48 Hours That Made History, and you can read his piece about the comparison between the FLQ crisis and what is happening in Ottawa right now that is in the Globe and Mail today.